Giving us a report of what's going on in Europe, we have Mario Economo, a former banker in New York, London, and Zurich with the major financial centers. Uh, Mario, give us an update. What's going on? Yes, good morning, Cats Roundtable. So let's touch on uh, uh, new information regarding Europe's PMI data, the Purchasing Managers Index, uh, which is an indicator, basically, that provides insight into business conditions. And this is suggesting that the EU is actually facing a contraction. We know that Germany, in Germany, house prices have actually fallen their steepest since the year 2000. So that's a, a pretty big, uh, pretty big development in and of itself. We also know that uh, in the last week, the Polish prime minister has made some pretty bold statements regarding Ukraine and specifically that they're no longer intending to transfer any more weapons to the Ukraine. Uh, they've essentially transferred all of their Soviet era uh, military equipment to the Ukraine. They've also transferred 60 of their Leopard 1 tanks and 24 of their Leopard 2 tanks. Everything, of course, has been destroyed, uh, and now they are uh, not interested in transferring any more equipment. In fact, they are looking to build and modernize their own equipment in their own country. The president of Poland actually said something which was also very interesting. He described Kiev as behaving, and I quote, like a drowning person clinging to anything available. So we're beginning to see cracks in Europe with respect to the Ukraine and uh, the uh, Russian uh, war against the Ukraine. Um, I do want to touch on something else also, and this is very important. A lot of people thought there was big news this week, uh, this past week uh, in, uh, in New York City with respect to the U.N. meetings uh, that were happening. The reality is the real news, however, was the fact that the Chinese foreign minister did not go to the U.N., but instead went to Russia, where he met with President Putin, and he's actually preparing President Putin's official state visit to China in October. Uh, this is very interesting because this comes uh, on the back of the admittance of new BRICS members uh, to the uh, BRICS Association, and specifically Saudi Arabia, the Emirates, United Arab Emirates, Argentina, Ethiopia, Egypt, and Iran. So we see now that the, uh, what we had discussed a while back, uh, pre the war, in the Ukraine uh, and subsequent to the war that this was going to become a multipolar world, it's in fact taking shape now. Many of these countries are starting to line up, not necessarily against the U.S., but they're beginning to explore other options which involve banding together and creating a system separate of that uh, of U.S. Uh, hegemony, both in the financial system and in the global order. Um, China released a, a computer chip for its phones. It actually independently created a state-of-the-art latest generation telephone, one which can actually work through satellites and can actually use uh, 5G technology. This is interesting because this essentially shows us that China now has the ability to manufacture phones on its own with its own computer chips without having to rely on the U.S. and more importantly on Taiwan. Uh, I think this is their first step uh, towards a digital currency because if you can create a phone which operates independently and is built independently of the West, you can actually then create a digital payment system around that phone, one wherein you're not, no longer relying on the U.S. dollar or the U.S. and Western Europe uh, to be able to approve your transactions. So I think it's important for us to keep our Mario eye on that Moore. as well. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, 
curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China. And full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who, who would trust a digital coin from China? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> the, the flip side to that answer is, does the world now trust the U.S.? And I say this because the sanctions that the U.S. imposed on Russia uh, and Europe rushed to defend and support were, in my opinion, not that intelligent. Because what they've done is they've created a system whereby every country out there no longer is interested in being uh, being a, a hostage to the U.S. and the U.S. financial system. So, you know, will countries trust uh, China? I don't know, but it seems like they are because we would not have seen this many uh, new applicants to the BRICS uh, apply and actually join. And by the way, these applicants that did join the BRICS, uh, one of them, specifically Egypt, is a, a very large U.S. ally, yet they went ahead and joined as is the United Arab Emirates and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So I think it's, it's foolhardy of us to sit there and to discuss whether anybody will trust China. The reality is people are trusting China. They're actually starting to trade their oil uh, for Chinese yuan. And I think that it's important for Europe and for America to realize that our goal and our role in the world is not to focus on whether or not they have authoritarian regimes there, but to figure out how we can trade with them in order to maintain and improve our standard of living in the West uh, without worrying too much about what is happening domestically and internally in their countries. Well, Mario Konomu, thank you for the update, and uh, God bless you, and stay safe uh, in Europe, and uh, we'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Mr. Katsimatidis. Enjoy your day.